and welcome to Not Movies. This is the podcast where we write our own movie ideas. They can be as weird and as stupid as we want them to be. Oh, and they will be. And they will be. <laughs> uh, every week we try to write a movie with a beginning, middle, and end by the time each episode is done. And of course, to have as much fun as possible. Right. I tried to time that out with the music. I'm Eric. I'm Sean. I'm Summer. And welcome to Not Movies. All right. All right. So uh, we just we're we're doing things a little different today. We had a breakfast podcast because I felt like eating breakfast before we did this. <laughs> and also, we could have breakfast anytime though. I, yeah. that's very true. I love breakfast for all meals. I like breakfast for dinner. Mm-hmm. I don't like dinner is great. I'll tell you when I don't like it, and this is gonna like probably make you guys think less of me. Brunch. Uh-oh. I'm not a brunch guy. What? I mean, Get you out. know what? I it, love it, lunch. Get out of so, here. Hang on. I will hang on. Hold walk on, out the door. We need to, we need, we need to get more <laughs> details before we get yeah. ourselves in a tizzy. Because uh, what do you call? What do you classify brunch as? Tizzy. Because listen, if you classify, I'm pretty strong defender of breakfast. If you classify brunch as something that comes in between breakfast and lunch, where's the line that you draw? Do you say I'm not going to eat breakfast after eleven like Lowy does? Which is so ridiculous. Sorry, Lowy. That was his rule in college, but. Do, Absurd. Is that your rule? Or are you just going to say like? Uh, here's do you have a cutoff? Tell us your your brunch policy. <laughs> Look, I I think you guys can tell by looking at me. I'm I'm not a guy that likes any kind of label. Because it's noon right now, and we just ate some eggs. Right, it is noon right now, and we just ate some eggs. So <laughs> I also first. don't want to be a hypocrite. So I appreciate you telling me that because if you would withheld that information <laughs> until until I said it, it would be like one of those Donald Trump moments. And I say, I was like, I don't eat I don't eat breakfast after eleven o'clock. And you're like, really? Because you just fucking ate some after twelve. Gotcha. And and then my response would be like, well, you know, and that's what people want to hear. That's and 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 hey hey. You know, it's a great country. You're and saying what's on your mind. Yeah. You're the only one saying it. I'm going to build a wall. <laughs> and that wall is blocking breakfast from lunch. Oh, yeah. Summer built a wall out of her bacon to block her eggs that's from true. her French toast. And that's well, just... to block the syrup from the French toast flowing into the eggs. Yeah. And that's just smart. It really is. That's be... the only kind of wall I support. Yeah, that's smart. That's the only kind of wall I, I support. Try. Yeah. I try. I think things out. Sometimes. One that works for both ha- both parts of the yeah sides of the equation because but sorry. syrup works y- with bacon can, and eggs work with mm-hmm. bacon. You can do it with sausage as well. Of mm-hmm. course, yeah, it works even better with sausage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, syrup is better. The on more it. phallic shaped it, uh, <laughs> and a food can be, I'm I'm all full support of. Um, so what about this cutoff? Yeah, and in your Getting brunch to, thoughts. Yes. So for me, as a child, let's go back to me as a child. Picture that real quick. The year was 1954. Um, So as a kid, I hated the idea of brunch basically because it made me feel like the day had sneakily like gotten past me. Like Hmm. I like meals as time markers. And if I miss out on lunch, then I feel like, oh, my God, the day is almost gone. I want to have lunch because I want... To know that I'm in the middle of that, it made me feel like I was missing the day. Um, since then, I guess I've grown up a little bit, <laughs> and I, I I like brunch, but for me, I would rather eat, get up early, eat a nice breakfast, go through the day, eat a nice lunch, 
I like lunch food too much. I think that's what really keeps I, me. I understand. <laughs> I go to I have to go to Perkins and I look at the breakfast food mm-hmm. and it looks really good. And yeah. then I say, you know what? But how often do I eat a burger? Mm-hmm. I'd rather have lunch. Sure. So and yeah, I totally all get it. Breakfast, but all I do love. Day. But I do love breakfast for dinner. Brenner. Brenner. I I'm I'm yeah. full support. Brenner, Brenner is the best. Yeah. Um, I, I I getting on to Loey's cutoff thing. Does he still believe in that? I have no idea. He can write at us if he still listens, you know, but he probably here's, won't. Here's the thing. I'm not gonna. I, this is not gonna win me any friends here. But I, I get it. I Mm-mm. get the eleven. I, I'm not saying I am. I follow that rule, but I get the eleven o'clock cutoff. It's just. I, I I just my schedule is so weird with when I work and when I go in between my jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm always like teaching during the dinner hour, so I have to eat at weird times, and it's just I, my I'm used to just eating whenever my body can and feels like it, and whenever I have time. So it's that the time like, marker thing. Just is yeah, I mean I understand very foreign to me. I'm also in a very my, like like I think you're you're because your job you can go in whenever, right? Well, yeah, one of them. Well, that's right. And but I teach my, four days a week too. So. Mine's just like very rigidly formatted, structured. So I, 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 it's easy for me to sink into, you know. I also look forward to lunch because that means I'm on break. That makes sense. That <laughs> yeah. totally makes sense. Um, yeah. So you want to write the Breakfast Club? Is that what <laughs> Tony the Tiger and <laughs> Toucan Sam like and that they that get together and a form a club? Family Crunch. Guy joke. Somewhere. Oh, maybe, probably. Um, all right, let's write the. Let's, no, let's not do it. Let, what other ideas did we have? Um, we we kind of didn't. Uh, but but while we um, you brought up the sequel idea. Mm-hmm. And They're I, always fun. They are always I feel fun. Like we've been getting get, kind of getting away from them lately. We did do Gremlins. We three. did, and I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> um, I will I will take that as a sort of like. Why don't we decide on genre first this okay. time? Um, because Why do you let him finish. Okay, sorry. <laughs> he he knows he's not gonna like my idea. <laughs> no, do you? Uh, I mean, it, it, this is a half baked idea. All right, let's hear it. <clears throat> um, it's called uh, "How the Sausage Gets Made," and it's uh, your sequel idea, but it's uh, more meta. So it's a screenwriter who is in bad debt. He's got a lot of debt because he's a gambler, and he gets in deep with the mob, and he needs to. He needs a guaranteed hit. And the only way to do that these days is if you're selling a comic book property, something that's already right, a yeah, franchise yeah. property. He owns nothing. So his idea is to make up, sort of like Wag the Dog, how they made up a war. Mm-hmm. He's going to make up a movie that was a sleeper hit. And this is the sequel like 20 years later. You want to write I'll, Shazam 2. I, I mean, well, <laughs> it, it's probably been 20 years since Shazam. Um, you mean Kazam? Okay, Kazam. right. Okay. Um, but I mean, like, no, a movie that a, a movie that didn't exist. Right. That's why I said Shazam. Oh, it Shazam! Didn't exist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And um, and so he would be writing a sequel to this thing and 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 making it up and being like, we got the original cast back, and you know they could be a ragtag group or whoever. Um, I mean, that's also sort of what they did for Troll Two. That was like not really a sequel, but they but it was made an existing it because movie, it yeah. was. Because because it just happened so happened to be like these are goblins or, or something yeah and they were like because there's Nilbog ba- backwards right. as goblin but but then they uh, yeah I, I you know that's that that was me after breakfast went to the take, okay. take a piss and and then I, that's what came out of my okay urethra <laughs> um, well I like the idea okay 
I'm, I'm not I'm not married to it at all. Well, then we get to sort of write a sequel inside a sequel. Yeah, and right. And it's a movie about a guy writing a sequel. Right, exactly. But what it's going to be relatable for us. Yeah. What do you, exactly. <laughs> and all of our we've listeners. Got, we've got experience with that. Yeah. Um, making up <laughs> movies. Um, so what, what were you going to say before that, though? I was going to say we should maybe, like, try to think of genre that we yeah. want to write. Because then Let's we do can that do either well. a sequel or We can whatever. put that idea on the back burner. Genres. What genres? What do we want to... Uh, kind of genre? I was just kind of in the mood for something kooky and, like, fun. <laughs> What kind, give like me, what kind of yeah. cooking fun? Can you give me a no, movie like reference? Madcap. Um, but I give me a movie that? that's like that. No, no, no. Um, uh, just to, to, to compare it to. I don't know. <laughs> like style of humor, I mean. Um, I would have to say like a Polly Shore type romp. So a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a Polly Shore joint. Um. And I'm just trying to think of what Pauly Shore movies I've seen. Yeah, I don't know if oh. I can think of any. Oh, really? Biodome and Sino Man, Son I never in saw, Law. I never saw oh, Biodome. Okay. I never saw Son in Law. Ooh. I saw Biodome. Interesting. Um, yeah, you should check out Biodome. Biodome is fun. I'm surprised you didn't see that when we were kids. Yeah, it seems like a movie I would have seen. Yeah. Um, no, but... But uh, just, just sort of, like, kind of dumb. Yeah, dumb. Is sort of the... This can be dumb. Okay. <laughs> or maybe he... he he looks at maybe the the guy who's writing the movie mm-hmm. looks at society and says, "What is going to be um, consumed right now? What kind of things are being mm-hmm. consumed right now?" And he looks around and they're all like vapid and yeah. I he's mean, like, they're, all they're, right, well, I'm just going to bring back something dumb and fun, and it's going to be the next. It's not going to be you know the next Star Wars, but it's going to be the craze of the summer maybe. And mm-hmm. I think that's it's all like, I need. Yeah. So like the idea would be. Um, the only way he could make trick the world into doing it is to monopolize on hipsters sense of like, uh, Oh, you don't know this, then you're not cool. So Mm. he would make fake, um, fake news, fake news. And nobody is willing to say, Oh, I didn't see the first one because they were like, they only made like 20 VHSs of the original copy. It was a real like small release, but, if you like science fiction or if you like horror, whatever it is. If you're a true fan, you, you're we know you've fan. seen it and you'll come out and see this. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Um, right? Summer, sure. what do you think? Yeah, I like it. So, Should it be about like a really famous actor, too, that they've used um, like in the past to kind of draw people into? Well, I think that would be, yeah. It, it, uh, it could be. Yeah, like, it could be like, like a John Candy sequel or, or something like or, that. Well, because he's making this original movie up, he could just find an actor that um, is like famous, but like down washed on their luck, washed yeah. up, and say, and he could say that like uh, if you go with that was lie. like early in their career, and that it, yeah, it was maybe it was even a student film or something, and that's why it didn't have a wide release. Exactly, and that was, and then you know, then this guy's career launched, and it had a whole arc, and now he's at the end of his his career trajectory, and now he's gonna try to. Pick it back up after he's washed up and had an entire. So, so they could even career. say, like, let's take Harrison Ford as an example. It's not, uh, which is a fake person, but use him as a model. So Harrison Ford was in like, uh, Star. Con Air. No, but what, what was he? Uh, you mean Air Force One? Yeah. We, but but what was he in first? That was Star the one about Wars, the hair dryer. Star Wars. Or that was his breakout. Indiana Jones. Jones. I thought Star Wars was his breakout. I think. You, That's where well, he was is discovered. A, 
I have no idea. Pretty sure it's Star Wars. Can you check bop, that bop, on your bop. phone? Look it up. Uh, I actually don't know where okay. my phone is. Oh, wait. It's in my pocket. Hey. <laughs> um, Sorry. It's a big sweater. Um, so, like, imagine Harrison Ford, and they're like, so use Star Wars as the example of, like, the big movie that made him a huge star. They're like, but do you know what got him Star Wars? It was this little movie <laughs> that yeah, George Lucas the, saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in fact... I, I can't I, do that though because there's already a story for him. What? Of how he got discovered. Yeah, exactly. Which could also be a wrench in the plan later on in the movie where they're like, "That's, that's true. not true." Yeah, like, that's true. like what's going to happen? I think is the guy putting it together. He finds this actor, and this actor is he's got like he needs a comeback, and he's got charm, he's got charisma, he's got all this. But there are reasons, behavioral reasons, why nobody wants to work with him again. It's Randy Quaid. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I could, I could see Randy Quaid in the part. Why not? I don't know. He's down on his luck enough to be just around no. that person. Oh, like, I mean, I thought you person. meant Randy Quaid's playing this character. Oh, the guy who's writing it? Yeah, because, I mean, that was really like... I, I don't know if we could talk an actor into being like, your life's washed up, <laughs> right? So the first Star Wars I was in 77. The first Indiana Jones was 81. Oh, so, so Indiana Jones was first. No. no. I thought you said the first Star Wars was 87. 77. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, and well, wait. He was definitely in some other, not 87. I mean, he was in other stuff before that, but as big, like, he was in American Graffiti was probably his biggest thing. Oh, right. That. American Graffiti was a George Lucas film with Ron Howard, I think. Yeah, before. but I think he was, Maybe like, Ron working. The story there. was he was working as, like, a carpenter or something. Yeah, he was and, definitely like, a carpenter. Had to sub in for a line or to read lines for other <laughs> actors, and they yeah. liked him. Yeah. I think, right? I think Harrison Ford, that type of actor is the kind of actor because he's when he got older he's all like kind of like like grizzled and like kind of gruff and um (laughs) so imagine him as a a model or a type although now that you said randy quaid i'm thinking dennis quaid could play this because he could kind of look like that a little bit too okay anyway I i want to start though with this character this writer screenwriter maybe he's really talented but his main Achilles heel is gambling. I think like it would be an easy way to serve him up that he owes a lot of money. He's mm-hmm. borrowed money from shady people, mob people, and they've come to collect. And maybe he was banking on this movie, this blockbuster that he was uh, that he helped produce. It had all the right elements in it. It had huge stars, and it's like this. It turns out to be a humongous flop, and they all show up to collect, and he's like, "It's fucked." Okay. Um, you know, we what? What's some fun we can have in there? Like, I think this could be very funny stuff. You know. Okay, so he like what? What? What is he aim for? That he. Uh, well, I was just gonna say. You like, say was, I'm sorry. I, just reiterate, just real quick. So he makes a movie, and it's a flop. Yeah, maybe he he didn't have the and money. He expects it to. Be yeah, really he didn't great. have the yeah, money yeah, to yeah. pay these people back, but he was like, "I'm good for it. I'm good for it. I'm good for it." Because this this big science fiction epic that is coming out, um, it could be, or it's a big action okay. movie is coming out, and um, maybe it, it, it's even good. But maybe the star or somebody like tweets something awful, and it's like a huge like dumpster fire, and it just blows up in his face. Yeah, I think I just maybe figured out our character a little bit. Um, so I think he's, he's, he keeps trying things that are like a quick hit or a sure thing Mm -hmm. building off of something else or, 
um, like trying to jump on the vampire bandwagon yeah. or, you know, something that like is sort of contrived and he's always trying to please the people. And then throughout the course of the movie, he learns to trust himself and um, write what he what truly comes from his heart and what he thinks is good. And uh, that ends up what maybe pulls him out of his hole at the very end somehow. I don't know. I, I love that. Or maybe he's been working on it this whole time sort of as a, you know. I, I prefer the first take I, I because then the, he's pouring all of his energy into this these things that are contrived. Yeah, where it's like he's end, just yeah. trying to make the uh, the figure out the formula. He's just trying to yeah, like yeah, get yeah. the math right. Right. If I put her in a bikini next to him with a with gun, a gun. <laughs> it should all signs point to like uh, yeah. a quick side note. Forty like, million dollars. <laughs> it's the the movie that reeks of that idea is that movie that came out with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence called Passengers. That, to me, is that like... That came out recently? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Did you see the No, no, I didn't see it. I heard about... People talk about it, but I didn't see the trailer or anything. It, it, if you see the trailer, it looks like a movie that was made in a lab. Okay. And maybe it's just it's because an they're... Movie? It's a science fiction... Yeah. Um, like, they're up in outer space. Yeah. They're okay. on this, like, vessel that's going to, like, bring our human race to a new world they're the only two that wake up and out of cryo sleep a hundred years too early and um and it just looks like a movie that was made in a lab with an they're like the plot device itself is like everyone else is asleep so that means that we can pay these two actors for nothing but them on screen you know it has that sort of feel it's just like you ever see Notting hill with julia roberts no okay because there's a space movie, her character, who's a movie star in that movie, does, and it looks like Passengers. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I imagine like it's a very hollow. You're right. Like he's doing these things, and I think that he, I'm gonna pitch, piggyback off of your idea, and I kind of want to throw something at you guys. So, I I want to take Sean's idea of he doesn't put his all into it because he's putting his all into into that. And then the other thing we have to figure out, just just to yeah. side note real quick, is like how big is he in the industry when we start out this movie? Is he like able to just make a multi-million dollar movie like that and then it's a flop? Or is he like much, much lower than that? I think that he is the top, one of the top screenwriters. But from what I know about, the little I know about screenwriters in Hollywood, they're like, you know, they're they're the these workhorses that get none of the credit, essentially. Unless you're like uh, a phenomenon like Charlie Kaufman, people don't know the names of screenwriters. Right. They're not household names. And also on movies, you you write a script, and then by the time the movie gets made, you could see it, and it's, they they changed everything. Right. They have that ability to do that. So I think he's like a guy that works with people like Michael Bay a lot or something. Like, okay, yeah, Mike, yeah. You know, I assume that somebody when like, there's a movie, an action movie, and there's six writers, he's one of them. <laughs> yeah, or he's like the head of okay, you know. Yeah. Um, and and maybe he's like not getting hired as much because they're like his personal life's getting in the way of his uh, business life. He's always been a bit of a hot mess, but everybody's like, but you know, he fucking delivers. You know, he's responsible for a bunch of hits yeah so he's got to be doing something right i think that i want to throw a different angle in there what if he finds and discovers in the end not that it's like his passion maybe it's like the the thing where it's like you could be really good at something and let's say he is really good at writing can we um develop our character a little bit more too yeah. and yeah. maybe cast him before rather than after in this time sure i just want to finish this one thought sure. and maybe the lesson is 
he's really good at writing, but maybe that means doesn't mean always mean that that's the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So maybe he finds a different purpose in life. Hmm. Like scuba diving or what? Well, like um, <laughs> he could fall in love, or he could he could through this grizzled actor find out the reason that the actor actually kind of self imploded, and he realizes that like his life has been very superficial. And I mean, I know we're touching upon sort of like schmears to you territory in terms of like, um, for those that don't know, that's an episode <laughs> that we wrote um, about like kind of finding your place in the world of purpose. But I was going to say like he doesn't maybe need an answer, but he's just like, go go like go off to like Europe for a while and just like. Hmm. I think I, I personally like the idea better where, that he sort of just starts writing for himself, and either maybe he. It, it, I think it has to be. What if it, he writes? I think it should be related. Either he writes okay. a novel or. What he if it's like a play? Makes writes a play. Yeah, something because that's theater that's is it's not it's, related, but yeah. not exactly. But it's not you know, like a same. money grab, you know. Um, certainly not a money grab. No, no, certainly not a money <laughs> grab. Um, but yeah, I like I like that idea. So going. What back do you to, think, Summer? Yeah. What are you thinking? I don't really know what's going on. Okay. Do you want There's us been to, a lot of ideas. Do you want us to fill you around? Do you want us to recap so, so far? Yeah, I would like a recap. Okay. Okay. Hit, See, hit people want the recap, Eric. I want the recap. Oh, me? Yeah. Okay. So we've got a <laughs> we've got a, a a writer, a screenwriter in Hollywood. He's responsible for several generic hits over the past five or ten years. Okay, so he is good at his job. Yeah. yeah. At he's, first I thought he wasn't good at his Michael job. Bay, right. and uh, he's worked with Michael Bay and he's been a success. Lazy. He's a gambler. <laughs> he bets on mm-hmm. he bets on the ponies. Mm-hmm. Uh, what actor do you think should play him? I I mean if I were to just cast, I, I don't want to cast typical who I would, because I want to have more fun with it. But if I were to, uh, so, to cast somebody who I just know would kill the, at this role, I'd put Sam Rockwell in there. Okay. Do you know Sam Rockwell? Yes. Mm-hmm. Some things that he's been in that you would have seen. Choke. Uh, Galaxy Quest? Nope. Um, we watched that. Moon? Oh, did we? Did nope. you see Moon? Mm-mm. Um... Well, we don't have to cast Sam Rockwell, so that's another... <laughs> hmm. uh, Giovanni Ribisi. He's got that fun manic. Yeah, I, 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 uh, let's have a yeah. Or, yeah. What about you know what? Fr- uh, Frank from Friends, little brother Frank. Oh, okay. You know, what? I, I would also I could also see like uh, Bill Hader. Yeah, he would be good too. Okay, that no, would be kind no. of a different vibe, you know, but either one of those if, would if, be good. If we cast Will Forte, I I think that would be better because Will Forte is somebody that I have fun watching them. Like no 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 like like scramble like it's it's always fun watching him unless you're making a. Face I think like, I'd rather have Giovanni Ribisi than okay. That I don't know. It brings a very different vibe. Either yeah. one of those people. Yeah, uh, I mean that's the thing is whoever we cast it, it, like. Sort of decides the tone of the movie. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Um, What kind of tone would you like it to be? I'd like it to be uh, someone who is is fun and and very unique. Certainly, I think Giovanni Ribisi can pull that off. But also has got problems. Obviously, he's got problems. I have somebody, um, and I think you're gonna agree and like this. This person is much more of a comedic actor. But I think this could also be a possibility to capitalize on Charlie Day 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm he's fine. scrappy. Yep, he absolutely. Can... You sold me. Yeah. Great. Great. <laughs> but I also think this would be. I I want to model this as a little. It's not a serious role. But when we see his issues, I don't want to see the gamble. I think it'd be fun to see Charlie Day do uh, some more dark comedy in terms of like, oh no, they're not being silly with the with the they're gonna kill him or break his legs or whatever. Th- that stuff should feel authentically uh, threatening. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. They're not like a cartoonish mob. They're like he's a funny character, and the threat is a realistic mob. Yeah, I feel like it should be the sort of the tone or or feel of the movie should be like that he's mm-hmm. he's playing around with a lot of money obviously. He's sort of on a roller coaster and it's got ups and downs and and he's always kind of in control. Yeah, he's playing with very dangerous people. Yeah. Um so so then he tries to so he gets he gets in the worst spot he's been in so far. Yeah. And and he what he needs a hit by Monday or something. He needs he he has a meeting yeah with somebody who who the studio yeah the the studio one of the studios and he needs to pitch an idea and he needs some gold and normally he's just gonna crap out something the night before you know Care Bears five or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> the the problem is the studio that he's with, um, like all the properties that they own. Let's say. Like they're like, oh, we have these people working on the game board properties. We have oh, these yeah. people. These are our superhero properties that we own. This is this. Everybody's got proper like working on the properties. So so he has nowhere to jump to. He's got no like GI Joe that he could jump to. Maybe he writes the Breakfast Club too. Well, I think I think well, it's the the whole with the breakfast characters. Is that what you want to do? Well, no. <laughs> I was going to say he has to fabricate a whole mm-hmm. movie, and I I I, I can see it now. I just want to. Real quick, I can see it now. He's in the meeting. He goes in blind because he was up the night before scared because there were people outside his window and somebody threw a brick through his window and he fell fall asleep, falls asleep in his closet. He's racing towards the meeting. He gets into the meeting, sweat on his brow and like, pitch, what do you got us? And he, okay, all right. So we got, uh, and, and it just f- fucking comes out of his mouth. He's like, um... Well, we've all seen blah, 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 you know, hit, hit thing. And, is, and, and that's when it comes out that he's lying about this movie. He's like, we do the long awaited sequel because sequels sell. And it's been so long and, and fans have been clamoring for this clamoring. I, I'm sure that, you know, and you know, and you know that people have been wanting the sequel for decades in the making. I think we finally need to pull the trigger on this. And they're like... Okay, I, I mean, and he's like, he's like, and here's the thing, we own the rights, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we are okay, yeah. Um, and uh, maybe you know, it's one of those things where like not too many questions are asked, but, like we own the rights, and we, you know, blah blah blah, and and um, they trust him enough. He's a big enough name that they can kind of like. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think we need to think about this part of the movie because this is a crucial plot point. And yeah, sure. I don't want to totally gloss over it. All right. So that doesn't totally make sense to me. It made sense before before he was a big movie executive that like he needed to do this because he couldn't get the rights to a property. But a, a, an, oh. a, a, a company like this would have the rights to more 
more things. I said and, before that, though, you know that I mean? like all the rights to properties they right, have are that being does, worked on. I mean, that doesn't make sense. They wouldn't. They, um, they've got to have something like. I mean, I, well, like, like, let's take a studio like Warner Brothers. Like, I'm talking about things that are existing into IP, existing intellectual property. Right. Warner Brothers has DC Comics. They got Harry Potter. What else do they got? They got Porky Pig. They got they got the Looney Tunes. They got all kinds of stuff like that. And like maybe they send him a, a packet with like here's the stuff that we have, and it's all terrible or something. But I don't know. It's it's there's a disconnect for me right now with what okay. makes sense and like. I don't think a studio would have no intellectual well, property that, for him to, to develop. I, I think I think there are there are uh, plenty of studios that don't because there's there's the big studios that can afford those, but there's places like New Regency that I don't think they own shit. Like they they New Regency is not not one that jumps to mind because you don't hear them, but they like co-produce a lot of stuff, and you know. I mean, Summer, what do you think? I don't think it makes sense. We I mean, need to maybe, think of a different idea. Maybe it's Eric not does. that there's a lack of intellectual property, but there's just he wanted to write an original movie, but he ran mm. out of time. So, you, like, then he at the last second, like your pitch with in the the room, then he can just go for a sequel. Or yeah, okay, he's like shit. I didn't have time to write my original thing. Well, fuck it. Or, we're just gonna do or this. Or that's his back way. They they never want to hear original pitches. That's part of this. That's what it is. They just Summer. don't want to fucking hear it. And and yeah. he's actually tried to bring it up to other studios, and they're like, we're not we're not buying original IP. That's part of this anymore. Yeah. That's great. Summer, <laughs> awesome. Thank you. And so great. so. He never pitches it anymore, but this time he's strapped and it just, the story comes out and, and he's like, but he sells it as a sequel because that's the only way yeah, so they'll listen. So, so let me just make, make sure I got this straight. Mm-hmm. So it's, he's got this movie that he had been working on or this idea that he had been working on. It's a little side dream sorta. project. Yeah. And so does he make like the, the seed of that idea is both the original movie that he's going to be right. pretending is building off of and you know part of the sequel kind of i think that that could sort of work you know he's got like yeah i think i think the story for his movie he sells that story as the sequel and he just bullshits the original okay sort like, of a so, silent so, night, deadly night. yeah yeah <laughs> so the main idea is really his main script idea is really or just to play devil's advocate to myself it could be kind of dramatically interesting if he makes the one that he had the first movie because he's got to have something to like show them he could be like i found the script for it yes yes but that's there are it. no le- no videotapes that's left. it so now he has to write the sequel, the to, sequel the, to the, the to his the passion what he, project exactly. that he thought was his whole life's work yes uh, i love that sure. yeah so, interesting so, so <laughs> he can sell the first one because it's actually a great story and there, so but he's he, pretending it was already made, so exactly. he can't sell it. <laughs> no, 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 no. But right? I'm saying he can sell the sequel based on how, like, when they, when he, when you know, they're not going to listen to an original idea, how no matter how great it is, let's say, if it's not a property. But he's like, oh, this thing was a property. Let me tell you the story of the original that we all remember. Remember how this character came in, and then this reveal happened, and they're like, oh, sh- oh, oh, yeah, oh, that was great. I, I need to watch that again. <laughs> And so the funny thing is then he has to write something better than the best thing he's ever written. One, two, he then also realizes how many, how many people really love the idea for the original and how it validates. Yeah. At some point, somebody in this meeting is going to bring up, we, why don't we just reboot this? Let's, let's, 
And then he's going to say, oh, well, okay, good idea. I mean, that would be easier for him, actually, because... Yeah, way easier, because he already has the script. Oh, but here's what happens. <laughs> oh, yes, this is perfect. He can't because he's a hipster and he doesn't want to lose his credibility? Close. Okay. They start rebooting it, and he goes, wow, this is a fucking dream come true. I get a backdoor into making my, my original, original movie. movie. However, the fan community rallies behind the original and says this is an outrage the original is a classic you're, you're ruining, ruining a, classic. a classic yeah i like that oh, and he's no. like but he can't tell them there is no yeah. movie yeah like, cool yeah 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 and and so okay <laughs> so then there's public outcry and we find out that the public outcry has weight which is fantastic first yeah. of all then um and they are boycotting the production of this movie. Meanwhile... So then the executives... And maybe they're boycotting everything. You know, boycotting the whole studio. Some people are. Like, this is this was my childhood... Cla- this is my favorite movie of my childhood. I, you know... And, like, so everybody's lying. Like, the whole fan community yeah. is lying. And, like, but they don't know that everybody else is lying, too. Meanwhile, things are, I think, escalating with this mob. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, basically, the way the the way I kind of see it was like he had um, a certain amount of time to pay these people, right? Yeah. And he had certain certain amount of time, like a weekend or whatever, to pitch right. this movie. So he knew he wasn't going to have a full script done, a new one. So that's why maybe he finished up this one that he already had and presented, figured out how to present it in that way to them. Mm-hmm. Whether it happened in the weekend or on the fly isn't you know super important. But like then he got. After that got greenlit, he's going to get some sort of advance, and that, like, holds them off for a little while, I think. Yeah. Okay. So then um, he needs to either get into some more... Uh, it's an ongoing problem. He, he just... I think it keeps happening throughout the movie. He... So... Okay, so now it's the fan community that's boycotting the movie versus him trying to get through the production. So, as somebody that's a huge fanboy, I know <laughs> this is some territory I could weave, where... It, it all depends on what you release, when you release it, how you're going to honor the fan base. As far as, like, the trailers and, like, so photos we, and stuff. So we go stuff. back to that whole actor idea, this Harrison Ford type. And let's say a young Harrison Ford type was the lead... I like Dennis Quaid. Let's just... Yeah, yeah. I yeah, Dennis... Charlie Day. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. That's, as, that's as, the as actor the who's Gris... playing our... Yeah. Uh, Dennis Quaid is playing the movie star that he that's a washed up movie star uh, charlie day is the, okay. the our main character the there's screenwriter. so many layers yeah there are um but so it's all about the process of actually making this movie that he's actually like it's kind of waking up his heart and soul and like why he loved it again but it's all about like the internet commenters they're like uh like when people say george lucas raped my childhood um like stuff like that right yeah um well, like, so they release an image, and they're like, "That looks like shit," you know, th- uh, whatever. It looks nothing like. Looks the nothing original, like yeah. the original. But he's like, "We're casting this Dennis Quaid's character, who was the leader, the lead character in the original. We're gonna honor that. He's playing the same role. He's coming back, and, but he's not playing the same role. He's playing like how they do the grandfather, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right, right, of course. You know, to honor his performance. Yeah, <laughs> and um, they're like, "All right, that's pretty cool." That, okay, and, it's like, and then Ooh. what if? Well, yeah, okay. They could cast like a young black actor 
in the role or something and people could protest that but maybe that's just more layers that isn't really even necessary well, i mean but anyway so we need to get past the point of now they're boycotting the movie so the studio is going to decide that they can't they're not making this reboot they're going to kind of tweak it and tell them to change the script and make it a sequel right is that where we're going with this or no um, I, I I didn't think about that until you just said it right now. Well, I thought the sequel okay. is what gets us the reboot. Well, I think the sequel gets well, I us thought, the reboot. I thought, okay, r- real quick, just to right? cl- like I'm gonna clean clean slate, clarify what I think. Yeah, because we never we there was a while so there we don't we we got excited and jumped we're confused. Off. Yeah. I think we jumped once Sean brought up the reboot idea. I think I I in my mind just got that. rid of the sequel idea. Oh, so so okay, it is, or maybe he brings it up as a sequel and then they go. Hey, the first one's so popular. Let's just do a reboot of that. Reboots are big, and I think that okay. it's, it's and always been a reboot. That's enough. Okay, that's and he fine. likes yeah. he would like that better too because then he gets to make the movie yeah, he okay. wants to make. So he pitches this sequel idea, thinking, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have to throw this this out and write a whole new sequel." And then okay, and so then they decide reboot. to reboot it. Yeah, and he's happy. Uh, I like that, and um, you know, so they're trying to get like they're trying to stay two steps ahead of. Uh, these these fanboys and it's just like proving a, 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 a like like obstacle after obstacle. Um, what are some other things that can kind of like ruin the? Maybe, maybe they get. He's like, well, fuck, we got all this like computer special effects. Like we can blue screen this. We could use technology. And then like the fan community be like, um, that's so that's such bullshit. I miss when it was practical effects. Yeah, we need to figure out, I think, what the movie is to figure out any more details. I know, but it's like, that could take, that's like a whole, because I'm imagining it's an epic fantasy or science fiction world. Okay, well, that's all we need to decide is like enough of what it is. Like, if it's it's something that is a big world that's, you know, that took a lot of work to create that. Because I think he wrote it as his, like, his Star Wars or his opus, you know? Okay. Um... This is what I'll be remembered for. Gotcha. Um, and it's sort of like a, a mythical cult classic. Yeah. It'd be status because he's just like been never ending story. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, right. a, yeah, so, it's yeah. an underground like. Yeah. Gotcha. That's how he has to sell it. But um, so okay. But what, what next? What what else? Is there something? Okay, so he's working with this actor, maybe, and 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 we could get into that character a little bit. How much time do we have? We're at 38 minutes. Okay. So. And it's 12.41. Okay. So. Ooh. So. Um, mm. So. Who's this uh, movie star? Um, I like Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So Dennis Quaid's playing this guy who is, uh, I, I guess he's maybe not rich anymore. He has to be. Or he would. Why would he take this job? You know? He's broke. I mean. He could be broke. Yeah, it works better with Randy Quaid if he's really broke. Dennis Quaid's great. He can but, play. But, but he but could Ra- get Dennis Quaid if he... Yeah, it makes more sense that he's a studio executive. Yeah, I mean, he, he could, I went, yeah, I went, he I went get Dennis Quaid. him to look like Dennis Quaid. You know, yeah. He's- okay. So, <laughs> Dennis Quaid is um, also down on his luck and gambling? Yeah, or but it's got to be... I think it's got to just be a different issue. So, he's he's out of the biz kind of like a barfly because he's just such a or maybe like, he's out of the biz and he's happy i was gonna say well you gotta kind of like get a reason for him to want to do this um i was just gonna say nobody work with him because he's just such an ins- unsufferable asshole like he you know wants to be referred only by his characters names and 
he that got him like in a lot of shit with people that are just like they do like they do like old interviews with like celebrities and it's like you know meg ryan or somebody or like um i i, I don't know who you know any uh selma hayek is like i will never work with him again he um <laughs> he you know he he walked on set naked he you know like like whatever it is and it's like he's making an ass out of himself in the name of art um and uh he needs a hit he needs something because now it's just like he can't feed himself yeah okay um so he's like he's like you know i'll i'll lie sure (laughs) you know uh but yeah so okay i mean there's there's that guy i mean i don't know how um, yeah yeah um so the what how do we end our movie does the movie uh get made and it's a big flop or is it a hit or is it mediocre and he is just it, it it's not really either it's just kind of doesn't really make a splash like most of his other movies didn't but he feels fulfilled that's it that's it he all his other movies even the like most terrible movies they're like michael bay productions like he goes to the premiere and he like he's like rolling his eyes well he's he's sort of well well yeah those movies yeah and then this one which he like wrote and he got he actually hires let's say he hires we need a director he hires a young guy that's like not 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 a name not a name and he's not ruined by the studio system yet um but he's actually like a fan kind of of his indie films or whatever and the studio is like no we're gonna use uh we're gonna use jacques um Cousteau. Uh, we're gonna use Jacques. I need a f- last name that's French. Um, uh, we're gonna use Jacques. Cousteau. We're gonna use Rouillard. Uh, we're gonna use Jacques Rouillard. Uh, Jacques, you know, he's one of those guys that does movies that look like uh, The Born Identity. It's just like all real fast cut, um, very good cinematography, and it's just sort of like you know they they they're they're greasers. They like come in and just do a bang up job with the action yeah. stuff. But uh, and uh, and and he's like he's like no 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 I, I you know. I think that the aesthetic, somehow he sells them on that, and the kid does a great job with the movie, and the movie... And he's really proud of it. Yeah, and yeah. he goes and sits in the audience, and you see everybody else in the audience, like, looking at each other to be like, is this good, or is this not good? <laughs> trying to f- it's sort of like they when Star Wars The Force Awakens came out, like, I loved it, but, like, you could feel people being like... Do we do we, do love we all this? agree? Do we yeah. all agree? <laughs> but everybody kind of like sides with the unanimous like. Th- well, I, there could be thunderous applause at the end. No, no, or they didn't like it. They, what there's you an awkward like. There, you know, it, the A reason there, of applause, there's maybe. The, the reason nobody applauds is because they're they, it's a reboot. They're not sure. And they, or they they or think they it's wanted, a reboot. They wanted to come in not liking it. Exactly because it's a reboot. Yeah. And from what they understand, like all these things, they're like. Yeah, but I, I feel like I remember seeing it when I was a kid, and yeah, it just I don't know. They, they, there's something missing. Didn't I can't, have the same didn't feel. Have the same feel. Yeah, yeah, I can't put my finger on it. But cut to Charlie Kelly in the audience, tears streaming <laughs> down his cheeks, <laughs> tears streaming. He's so proud. He's never feel like he's, Charlie Day. Not Charlie. Oh, sorry, Kelly. sorry, Charlie Day. That's what he guys right? <laughs> Um, he's he's like, this this is what I want it to feel like all the time. And that's the moment. That's the deciding factor where it's sort of like he does. There's no profit made on the movie. They probably lose money. Okay. And then what about his gambling debts? Uh, he's, yeah, that's he's the real gonna problem. He's going to make money on the movie, though. He's going to have a salary and get paid. And 
probably he, able to maybe, just cover what, his debts. What maybe. if he has to pay, but he has to just sell everything he owns just to cut break even? What so, do you mean? I kind of like oh, the idea, to break even with the those with guys. The, yeah, I kind of like the idea of him leaving him with nothing, and he's never been happier. Yeah, you know. I mean, I feel like yeah, and then he can kind of go off and do his own thing. That's sort of a lot. I feel like what a lot of our movies happen to be sharp as attack sort of thing. Like, didn't she start her own? Yeah, I know thing. this is but kind it, of a trope. It's okay. Um, <laughs> what if at the end though, one of the mob guys is like, uh, "Yeah, and I saw your movie," and he's like. Oh yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, man, uh, you guys fucked that up. The original was so." <laughs> and he snaps and loses it, he, like right after they let him go. And he's like, "You fucking idiot! Like you, like." And he just re- and the original there never was no existed. Original. And 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 um, the guy gets like maybe he like pulls a gun out, and maybe the movie star guy is there, uh, and he jumps in front of the guy, and he gets I shot. I like this. I like okay. this. The movie star dies in the street. And, Dennis Quaid? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know where that goes, but holy crap. Um, well, I, just, uh, I, just, I just like throwing a wrench in things. Even so if he not... doesn't die in the street, I, I like that Like he, Charlie blows up at the end yeah. and has that Because you're expecting it to be moment. like, okay, you know, you're safe now. Yeah. You should walk away, but and, he can't because it's so... his baby. Yeah. And then I think he, he says... He he needs to take credit for it at the end, and maybe he has a a a, a split with the the studio because over that, and says, "I've been telling, I've been trying to sell you this movie for ten years. Mm-hmm. I've I've kept saying I have this project I'm working on. This has been it. Maybe. And then, I don't think that. I think no. he he can totally no. I, I'm saying I think he can totally say that. I don't. I kind of don't want the them to to learn their lesson in the end. I think that they're kind of like just shaking, their, not in their head, and they're like. Because they're kind of like that idea. Maybe it's tropey that they're vapid, but they're just sort of like, you know, I, I it was a great idea, man. But we can't sell it. Like we can't. We just can't sell it. Like nobody's. No. Why? But because it, it didn't work that well. Because it didn't do that well. Well, no. They were going to say because look, he can't say I told you so because the movie wasn't a huge hit. Yeah, but also I was going to say because the, even even though they can acknowledge that the story was great and that the reboot it wasn't a reboot if he's honest in the yeah. end. Maybe that the, he says all that and they say, ah, oh, jeez, man. I mean, yeah, it was a great story. We still wouldn't b- have been able to sell it. I mean, it's just... It's Even not, if we build this as like, an original like, movie, it wouldn't have worked. No, Don't feel bad. It's the, the slot that we're putting it in, competing against these franchises, it, they don't, it doesn't have a built-in audience. That's the, nobody's going to take a chance on an original idea. Yeah, Where are you going to do that and then cut to Broadway opening? Well, I, I think the whole reason that it was being made was because he had convinced them that it. Yeah, but now so that it's a, after he's revealed that. That's yeah, what and now that say? it's now that it's a flop, he got yeah. the money back to the mob. Uh, he goes back to the studio and says, "You idiots!" He blows up. He blows up at yeah. them okay. too, and then they're like, "They're like, there's nobody looking for new ideas." I think they're like, "Listen, we'll put you on Care Bears Five if you wanna if you need a writing job. We'll, we'll you can be on it." Yeah, he should. But walk if out, you want though. your own ideas. You got to go elsewhere. And then I like your idea. Broadway opening. Well, maybe television. I mean, that I don't know. is the I place think... for new ideas, really. I guess. You know? But I like I like transitioning mediums even more so to stage. Yeah, to stage. Maybe he writes... Because also, nobody f- really fucks with your, your, your writing on the stage. Right. You, I mean, yeah. it, it, maybe he even takes the same idea and mm-hmm. does it as that the musical. In, and it works really well instead of... The reboot of a fake movie that never existed. Maybe he does a musical version of it. 
and it's successful. I'm not crazy about the musical idea, but okay, just a, a stage like version a stage, of it. I don't know. Yeah, I just wanted to see another Charlie Day musical. Yeah, I know. But okay, <laughs> I know. It's fine. I, I understand why. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, anyone who's listening, if you have not seen season twelve, episode one of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," oh go watch it yeah. tomorrow or today if you can. Yeah, it's great. Um. So, is there anything we missed? Anything we need to... A title. How the sausage gets made. How the sausage is made. Um, um, so, it could be a pun on writing. Um, um, maybe some sort of pun on, like, writer's block or, like, writer's cubicle. I don't know. Writer's cube. Um, writer's... Uh, Chip off the old writer's block. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Pitching. I mean, that's more of a um, tagline thing. Summer. What do you have? Please I save don't us. No. Please save us. Nothing. Um, uh. Reboot. Um, I mean, simple, but. Uh, um, the script. The. I don't know. The um, script isn't bad. Script. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like a movie title. It does. Um, well, scripted. if we if we make it the uh, scripted, it sounds like yeah, it sounds like a TV show. Yeah. The script is is a good title. Then we need a tagline. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can always come up with those later. You know, we we can go, always come up. with Yeah, those we got to post this tonight. Uh, you're right. Um, Unless we do another one, which we don't have time for. Um. Uh, I, I got nothing else. That okay. Gonna come. So the script, and then we'll uh, have a the script, some sort of tagline. Script or reboot? I don't know. I don't. The reboot. The reboot is okay too. Yeah. Okay. You like the script better. You she doesn't care. Either one. Either one's fine. Okay. Cut, cut and paste. Cut and paste is fine too. I like that too. <laughs> Any of those are fine. It'll be, there'll be a title. You'll know because you'll be looking at the poster, hopefully, as long as it works. Yeah. You'll have read the title of this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to Not Movies. Please follow us on Twitter at Not Movies. Send us your um, opinions. Please rate us on iTunes, uh, Not Movies Podcast at gmail.com. And listen to the rest of our episodes. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.